to the Finding Joy podcast. Here on the podcast, we hear stories from women who are living out their faith-filled adventures. We cover all things dreams, home life, work life, and faith. And my hope is that these conversations encourage you to live your own life to the full. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm a graphic designer and founder of Honey and Gold, designing products that encourage you to have more of God's word in your heart and your home. Sometimes life is awesome, sometimes it's not, but we can still find joy in the midst of it all. Today I'm chatting with Stacey from Feather and Oak. I first heard about Stacey when my sister and I owned a small home and giftware store and we stocked at Stacey's necklaces, say that 10 times fast, but you'll hear all about them in this episode and how they led her to accidentally start a business. In a day when on social media there's such a push for bigger, more reach with small businesses, Stacey's story is really refreshing and her business has grown so much over the years and all that without ever dancing in an Instagram reel. We started with the business chats and ended up talking about how in the hard times it's often the sweetest times that we have with Jesus. We went deep and I'm thankful for the faith and wisdom Stacey shares today. Today I'm finding joy with Stacey from Feather and Oak. Here's our conversation. Thanks so much Stacey for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I've followed you for a long time and we're just talking beforehand that Long story, but I used to stock your product in a store that my sister and I owned. But could you introduce yourself to our listeners, who you are, who's in your family, where you live in Australia? Yeah, absolutely. My name's Stacey. Um, I live on the Sunshine Coast with my husband and our three children. Um, Two are in high school, one in primary school. Um, We have a dog who's a mischief maker, runs off all the time and makes an awful mess in the house um but yeah we have a loud crazy household and it's awesome I wouldn't change it for anything how old are your kids you said you've got three yep so um our eldest she's actually she's about to turn 14 uh, 15 sorry in about a week so um yeah almost 15 12 and 9 wow yeah. in the thick of a it. girl a boy and a girl like oh, a boy girl well yeah. planned well planned yeah yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, I wanted you on the show because I love, you've been in business a long time, um, well, mm-hmm. from what I know. You own Feather and Oak, so maybe just explain what that is, what that brand is, um, and how long you've been running that for. Yeah, um, so, gosh, I think it was about six years ago. Um, my youngest was oh, three, maybe almost three, I think, when I, when we started. Um, and it was just, I just bought, you know, a few little blocks of clay um, and I thought I'll just make a stack of necklaces for Christmas gifts for my sisters-in-law and my mum and mother-in-law, you know, just thought, oh, that would be a nice little handmade gift. So I made a few and I wore some around myself and I used to get lots of comments on it and I thought, oh, you know what, I might just chuck a few on Facebook, you know, start a little, like make my own logo and just, you know, it was pretty like cash, you know, and I'm not business minded at all. So I just, um, yeah, like threw a few photos on Facebook with some prices and got people to DM me if they wanted it. And it w- it just was crazy. Like within three days, I had um, 3,000 followers on Facebook. Oh it was gosh. just, like, I don't, I don't know what, I, like I had all these people, like business friends messaging me going, what are you doing? Like, how yes. are you getting all these followers? Teach me your ways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot help you. I have no idea. <laughs> So obviously it was just like a little bit of a niche um, product at the time. Um, You know, I was using colours that weren't really 
you didn't find them normally. You know, people were using sort of bright colours and I was using more of the um, pastels and the neutrals. So it probably just, I don't know, just hit hit a market that hadn't seen it. Yeah. Had all these orders coming through and it was quite overwhelming. I wasn't really prepared for, you know, a business. I thought it would just be a little hobby that would... Um, that you know i might get one or two orders a week if i'm lucky i was happy with that you know and 100 followers on facebook would have been amazing you know um so yeah it just started this little business that i was not expecting i think i had to go yeah like book my daughter into daycare a couple of days a week so that um the other two are at school so that i could keep up with the orders Mm -hmm. and yeah it was lovely i did love it but I, I don't know, about a year in, it was just, I found it a little bit um, uh, mundane, I guess. Like, I love the creative process of doing things, but I just, I never set out to be a jewellery maker. Yes. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you were, yeah. you were on the edge of, like I, like I said, just at the beginning of the show, like, my sister and I owned this boutique and we'd, she found you I probably on Facebook <laughs> probably. and we stocked your stuff in our store. You had these clay earrings and um, yep. a geometric and gold flecked sort of clay yeah. polymer sort of necklaces on leather straps and, you know, like, and they just flew out the door. But I know that was kind of, and then that was your first product kind of range, wasn't it? Like, and yeah. obviously you just yeah. fell into that. That's kind of amazing. People don't yeah. really set up a business normally like it was, that. It was definitely an accidental business. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I know that you started in that, and we'll talk about where uh, maybe Feather and Oak is now, but yeah. like you were the start of those clay, you know, I know you weren't the first, but that style. Um, yeah. And now you, do you do them at all anymore? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and do you, is that because it was too hard or other people if it wasn't new anymore well a a combination of a different thing a few different things sorry i i think the initial process was you know in really enjoyable it was the creative process i was designing things and i was really enjoying like getting to know that craft and um you know all the different colors and whatever like all that stuff was really fun but then as i was getting orders for the same necklace over and over and over and over again it was like this is not fun anymore um (laughs) i'm just i'm just a robot just making the same thing over there was no creative process involved anymore it was just churning out the same thing and then also yeah like it was just sort of a bit of a saturated market and i found you know just copycats and whatnot um which is always going to happen and i don't know i guess i just lost the joy in it and i also realized how much is involved in running a business as well as making the product yourself like there's a lot involved and i was wearing every single hat yeah so i decided at that point to just try something like bringing something in so i like something else that i didn't have to make and at the time i was really chasing like my dream linen apron so yeah. I thought I'm going to I'm going to design like exactly how I want it and get get some made and then just you know add it even though it's totally left of field I'm going to add it to my business and just see what happens. So I outsourced that. I think I got it yeah. the minimum order quantity was like 100 aprons which to me at the time was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, what am I going to do if no one likes them? Um, Lots of Christmas presents for everyone. Yes, everyone's getting <laughs> aprons for the next 10 years. Um <laughs> But no, um, they arrived and I was, I didn't even get a sample made first. So it was like a bit, you know, it was a bit of a risk, but 
back then for me it was anyway, but now I think, you know, it's actually not Go that bad. Yeah. yeah, so I got these aprons and they arrived and they were perfect. And I just, I fell in love with them and I thought, oh, I love them and I know other people will love them. They're not a common product. Yeah. They were like a Japanese crossback apron, which you didn't really see much at the time. Um, so I launched them and they were super popular. So I thought, okay, I'm onto something here. What do I want next for myself? Yes. <laughs> so that was throws. I wanted, couldn't really find nice long throws that you could um, like drape over both sides, like either side of like a king size bed. That seemed to be a bit of a product that just wasn't on the market. So yep. I thought, all right, that's next. Let's do that. So I got, you know, like the minimum order quantity again launched those and they just sold like hotcakes again so i thought all right let's keep going i you know gradually added the bags and then i was still doing um the clay jewelry at the time but it was so hard to keep up with all of it it was just yeah, yeah it's like running two different businesses out of the same business so yeah yeah i so knew it was time to phase that out yeah about to make that choice then at that point right yeah, 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 I can't remember exactly when it was, but I remember just doing a post just saying, guys, I'm not going to be, you know, making anything new. So whatever's on the web website, you know, yeah. grab it while you can because that's yeah. it, you know. So, yeah, eventually all of that sold and now it's just exclusively like the linen products and, yeah, little bits of homewares. And I love that you created almost a business of things that you just love. Like that's kind of amazing. Like a hundred percent. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. what do I want? And then assuming yeah. other people are also wanting that and just going 100%. and making it. Yeah. That's yeah. And it's yeah. pretty much right on the money, isn't it? Like stuff like often it can be. <laughs> well, very... yeah. Well, I feel, I feel, you know, your audience is sort of, well, the, what do they say that your your vibe attracts your tribe so you know i've got followers that follow me that have similar style to me so i'm if i'm true to my style mm. um and i'm you know looking for a product that i'm not able to find then there's going to be other people out there that have the similar approach or similar struggle i should say yeah exactly. and um yeah so it's kind of like i don't know I, solve I've, that problem for them yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's so good what's your background do you um, creative or have been in that kind of soft finishing space before or is this just comes out of who you are um not professionally no well oh, it's, it's kind of a long story but my mum was a sewer growing up she has sewn like forever so growing up um with her always making things I just naturally picked up a, an ability to sew and we always made everything you know we always just whatever it was around the house or if we saw something we liked at the shops and it was you know out of our budget yeah. we would make it so we always had a can-do approach she taught me you know how to design and how to how to make stuff so I never had any formal training but just sort of a um, that innate ability I creative guess. super creative yeah yeah, yeah. again it's but, um, often people think creative is art but it's actually I think creative is coming up with a solution to something and making it do you know what I mean like seeing a need absolutely. and filling that need and I think that can look different yeah. in you know different places is that creative with numbers is that creative in you know yeah. like you yeah. know whatever it might be food and stuff like that so yeah you're right I think that and that, yeah, that I, is, I think that um, gets nurtured doesn't it It can be nurtured yeah for someone. sure mm. yeah no it's definitely true like whenever we have like even just with renovations when hubby and I are having a go at something you know there always seems to be an issue that comes up and my husband has the tendency to just be like it's too hard I don't want to do it anymore 
And I more so will be like, no, no, we've got to figure out a way. So that's my, I'm just, you know, like just persistent, you know, just got to get in and get it done. I Make love that satisfying feeling of, yeah, like fixing that issue and so good. coming up with a solution. So, yeah, I guess they could call that creative. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Definitely. Feel free to talk about this part as much or as little as you like, but I know a short time ago you had some health issues and how did, if you can explain that as much as you like, but how did that affect your business and, you know, like are you relying on this income and then health issues come along and how did that look for your family and you in that season? Oh, look, going back to, when was it? It was the beginning of 2019 or around March, April, and yeah, I just sort of like went to bed one night thinking I feel I don't feel good. Woke up the next morning and had a rush on my body, and I couldn't walk because my ankle felt like I'd broken it. Like I got, went to step out of bed and just fell on the ground. Yeah, there was a few different things going on, and we were just like, "What is happening?" And the journey of like a diagnosis was, you know, it took a, a few weeks. Um, I had been misdiagnosed a few different times because I weirdly had some rashes on my face as well which it's a long story and there's lots to go into so I don't know how much detail there is involved uh, how much you want to hear but to cut a long story short basically I was diagnosed with Ross River virus but the face thing kind of threw them as well because I had these horrible rashes on my eyelids and on my lips and my face would swell up so it was like my immune system was not coping at all so it did affect it did affect our family thankfully my the income side of things like you know I wasn't we're not reliant on that so that's just sort of mm-hmm. extra and so I could take a little bit of a break I did I, I think I kept taking orders and everything but I just sort of slowed off the social media side and I don't pay for ads anyway so mm-hmm. you know the more you disappear on social media the less your orders are so oh. that kind of worked in my favor in that I was able to have a bit of a break because yeah it was kind of stuck in bed for a while there and yeah, it was a bit tough not being able to just do the stuff that you normally, you don't realise how much you do as a mother and a wife and a business owner and you take until so you can't granted. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And how much yeah, and is left you, on your shoulders? You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and then hard. you've got to rely on your family to do stuff and you feel bad and things aren't getting done the way you'd want them to. So then you're cranky and frustrated. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not ideal, but you know, like so many people go through it and I have always been, prior to that, I've always been such a healthy person. But to be honest, if I look back, I never really showed much gratitude for that. You know, I, yeah. I, I lacked empathy for people that had um, chronic health issues. And so going through that really opened me up to just a whole different community of people that struggle, you know, and you just really, I don't know, you just take your hat off to people that are just dealing with stuff long term and yeah. still manage to be able to cope with life and, you know, they still remain capable in some way. And yeah, it's not an easy gig. So it definitely um, taught me a few lessons. The Finding Joy podcast is brought to you by Honey and Gold, wall art, stationery and gifts beautifully designed to encourage you to have more of God's word in your heart and home. Head to honeyandgold.com.au and use the code FINDINGJOY for 10% off your order. Honey and Gold is designed for the days you need to be reminded of God's truth. Now it's back to the conversation. How long was that period where you're sort of really out of action and um, sort of disappeared from, you know, socials? It was about two months. 
Yeah. yeah, it was about two months where it was like at its worst. Yeah. And then it got a little bit better over the, the you know consecutive months following. But the thing with Ross River virus, virus is that it stays dormant in your body so that if, if you become run down or you're not looking after yourself or you get sick again or yeah. even just changes in seasons and weather patterns and different things can affect uh, flare-ups. But thankfully, I haven't really struggled too much with that since then. It was sort of just a slow recovery. But I did learn through that just to really draw on the Lord, you know, just to draw on his strength. It's a, it's a wild fact, so it's hard to remember the details, but it was just funny because there was a few different occasions where from random different people or sources or different things that I'd heard or read or spoken to, this same scripture just kept popping up. And it was, in I think it's in Psalms, and it, and it, talk, it says he sent the word and it healed them. Yeah, wow. Or he sent the word and healed them. I think that's what it was. Mm. And I was like, oh, like I hadn't really heard that scripture before. And then I heard it like, you know, like so many different times, it just kept popping up. And I was like, that's for me. And yeah. I realized I really needed to just get stuck into the word. And yeah. I was like, so I, yeah, I did. I just, thought, I've got all this time, just get stuck into reading God's word. Yeah. So on my, I've got like the Bible app on my phone. And mm. so that has all the different little reading plans that you can do. You can do like a one, two, three day or a seven day or year, you know, yeah. read the Bible in a year. There's all these different ones. And so I just pick one that sort of seemed to suit what I was going through at the time. And, you know, so that was one way. And then um, just, you know, the good old hard copy, getting that one out every now and then and highlighting a yeah. few things here and there, listening to podcasts being being at church and listening to the ministry there and um but also like just speaking to people from church who had been through things like that probably was a game changer like Mm -hmm. the more people share their own story with you and how god's got them through that and just makes you realize like how important it is to have people around you that love god and are also going through things absolutely um, yeah yeah so that was amazing because so many testimonies were shared with me that just really helped my faith it made me realize as well that it doesn't even matter like obviously you want to be healed of certain things but like the lord really changed my heart and healed my mind through that experience and 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 i drew closer to him because of it i feel like it was like a spiritual healing yeah wow more yeah. so than a physical healing although there was a physical healing as well that yeah. came a bit later yeah with 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 it it's another story again but yeah no. i think there is this well firstly you know like the faith we can borrow the faith of other people and just sort of stand on that faith and their experiences and their stories and oh man if they've been through that and i can keep going and you know um big time yeah, yeah. and it is through those times i think that you feel often the closest mm-hmm. to god you know when we're going through trials you know that yes intimacy, that's yes. where that intimacy is built i think like hundred through and just be like oh life's great and i am healthy and you, you do you take it for granted and then you're like yeah wow yeah. you really need god and um that's where that intimacy for sure comes yeah. from gets deeper and yeah, yeah it's funny actually because you know months down the track you know i'm feeling great all healed and you know you just sort of forget like you forget yeah. the experience and um and then you get busy again because you're well and you're capable and your body can just get get back into it and so it's funny because 
you know, you can drop your, your good habits that you've established while you're unwell and drop those habits. And it's like, oh, my goodness. It's like I actually am craving being unwell again just so I can have that time. Yeah. Not that you wish that upon yourself. No, but, I get what you're saying for but sure. But it's such a special time. Yeah. It is special. I look back on, you know, moments in my life through different things, you know, miscarriage and stuff like that yeah. and, you know, the death of a sister, a sister of mine passed away and you just go, those mm. were so, they're like sweet moments, even though it's so full of grief and hard. Mm. I look back on them and go, God was so close, like, yeah, and in, yeah so close. And Yeah, in a I, moment you know, when you're just going through like the absolute worst thing you can go through he's he's there and it's so comforting and you do miss that intimacy I'm probably in the same Mm. spot where I'm just like oh god what what is coming next because I feel like (laughs) (laughs) but you know there is that you just go oh wow I loved that time with you you taught me so much or you know you really were so real to me no one can deny you because I've experienced you in my life that's right no one can take that experience from you because that is firsthand what I'm trying to say is that in those moments where you need God, mm. it's easy to call on him. But in the moments where it feels like you don't need him, that's where habit is so important. So true. Like, and you just have to be dis- like disciplined with yourself. And it, yeah. sometimes it feels like, oh, but most of the time, you know, once you've sat down and spent that time there, you just feel so, so good again. Like not good as in like god sees me as a good person because that's not what i mean but i just mean it, it just builds you up and you and it just sets you up for the day or yeah absolutely. you know like yeah it gives you that opportunity to feel that same intimacy without i guess in a worldly sense the need for it because we all need yeah. it no matter what we're going for sure yeah, no matter absolutely. what we're going through i mean well there's this great quote by um the navy seals and they say the more you sweat in peace the less you bleed in war and just yeah. the more that you actually are putting in in the good times and the habits that you're building into your life, when yeah. the war comes, you're not thinking, oh, I need to build that new habit of reading my Bible <laughs> or whatever. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you've yeah. actually already got that there to fall back on and you're not wasting that precious energy when things are hard. I'm going, oh, I need to establish some new routines and rhythms and health in yeah. my life. You know, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's building that foundation, isn't it? Like sure. setting you up for those hard times. Yes. Um, yeah, rather than sort of going, oh, my gosh, like, what am I doing and how do I get through this? Like, you already, yeah. it's like an athlete, like, you've, you've trained for it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I guess we've talked a little bit about habit, habits and rhythms and stuff like that. Are there things from that season that you've now brought into this new season and as you've sort of revved up your business again, yeah, what does that look like now? Yeah, so, uh, look, I'm, I'll put my hand up and admit I'm, I can be quite an inconsistent person at times when it comes to habits where on my good days, my goals are obviously to, you know, exercise and eat healthy food and prayer, reading the word, all those things, um, family time. Um, so they're big, they're big in my life. And then obviously there's times where things get so busy and those things slip, but you know, you can feel it within yourself when you're not looking after yourself spiritually, mentally, um, physically, you just notice the, yeah, the dip, I guess you could say. So, but yeah, since getting sick, I've had to make sure I do eat really well and I'm taking zinc and magnesium and all the different mm. vitamins and different things. To try and make sure I'm in bed by nine o'clock. It doesn't always work. Good on I've you. always been a awesome. night owl. And so I love staying up late, love it. But this year I've made it my goal to be in bed by nine o'clock and not feel like I have to, but because I want to. Yes. Because I, like I love how it feels the next day. I love 
like treating myself to an early night um, oh, yeah, and waking sorry. up. <laughs> oh, well, it is, you know, like it's, it, for me, it's all about mindset because I rebel against my own goals, <laughs> yes. the own rules that I put in place. You know, I'm going, I must be in bed by 9 p.m. And it's like, of course, I'm going to rebel when I've got that attitude. But if I changed my attitude to, like what a treat like to be at it like you know be in bed by nine and even read for a little bit or whatever I, I leave my phone in the kitchen charging so I'm not tempted to be on so social media doesn't always ha happen though I let's you know sneaky little habits slide sometimes and I yeah. find my phone next to my bed again but um but yeah ideally you know no no social media at night, night early night yeah. get up um, I've never been an early bird either, so that's been another goal of mine this year is just to try and be up by, you know, 6, 6.30. Again, it's it's about mindset for me. I'm like I have to remind myself in the morning what a treat it is to get up before the kids yeah. to do a quick little tidy because not because I should but because I love the way that it feels to yes. operate in a house that is tidy and I hate the way it feels when it's not. Oh, yeah. So, messy yeah. house, messy head, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like for me, yeah. clutter is a, is a big deal. It really um puts me off. So, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, like I said before, I'm not consistent, but when I when I am, it really seems to work. And and then you've got that time to be able to sit, you know, sit outside on our day bed in the morning and have my smoothie and read the word and have some prayer and you know scroll Instagram. I'm not gonna yes. lie. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. A bit of everything before the kids get up or do a workout you know, in the mm. backyard or whatever. So that's so good. Yeah. Those little habits, they all seem to be working for me. And I think those sacrifices pay off. I'm like you, I'm a night owl mm. and I do try and get up saying, you know, early to read my Bible and stuff like that before my kids get up. I have one early riser and she's always like, eh. but yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it is a sacrifice, but I think it does pay. I, it, it's got to, cause it feels like it does, even yeah. though it doesn't make sense. Does that make you know, yeah, you go, yeah. I'm giving up my alone time at night with my kids. I need to go to bed earlier. You've got to work backwards almost and be like, okay, if I want to be in bed by nine, what do I want to do by eight? You know, or 8.30, I want to, you know, have my shower or have, have a cup of tea. Yes. I actually don't drink tea anymore at night because it keeps me up. But, um, you know, you've got to work out what you want to achieve between the kids going to bed and nine o'clock and just work yes. backwards and get it done going back to business and feather and oak what would you say to women who are wanting to start a business yours i didn't realize was so accidental but having done the years that you've done now what would you say to people starting out well for me i am a procrastinator so i'm like i can't do that until i have mastered it right but but i realized that i didn't do that with the jewelry i never mastered anything i just had a crack at it and it worked people loved it and yeah. i had this huge pile of reject beads um, in in my office at the time and I remember my friends coming over and they're like what's what's all that and I'm like oh they're the ones I can't sell they're not good enough and they're like don't be silly no one's going to notice stuff like that I'm like no I can't I just can't like they're not perfect but it's just funny how you see things differently like I thought they're not acceptable but everyone else thought they're perfect they're beautiful yes. they're and not um, that's right and so I've kind of tried to bring that philosophy into not every element like the product I still feel needs to be perfect like I'm a perfectionist and I check everything before it gets sent out but everything else like run the running of the business it doesn't have to be perfect like you can just have a go at it and then adjust it accordingly as you learn more so I would say to other business women just start just start where you can and learn as you go 
and don't like put too much pressure on yourself to make to you know to have things perfect because it won't ever be even if you're a master at it, it's still never going to be perfect yeah exactly but you can always add and change and you know modify as you go mm. as you learn more so yeah, yeah i would just say give it a crack That's so my good advice. love yeah. that go and do it stacy where can people find your business and things like that on instagram i think it's uh, feather underscore and underscore oak it yep. was a dodgy a dodgy one i got it right at the beginning i wish i had have thought about it more but you know once you've got that handle oh. you can't really ch- go changing it so that's exactly right it is um, yeah so that's instagram i am on facebook as well feather yep. and oak designs it's called on facebook yeah and my website is just feather and au. and is there any yeah. new products coming out that you've got on the horizon or you've just launched that you want to spruik and share yeah, actually, I do have one product, one thing coming up very soon, which I never, ever, ever would have thought I'd do. Yeah. It, I can't say what it is, but it oh, is. Um, I know. Lucy feels daily. It's um, it's very left of field. It is okay. not what I'd normally bring out. So yeah. I don't oh, even so know how you. that will go. Yeah, very, very exciting. bizarre. But okay. yeah, so keep an I'm eye out for the yeah. next few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> love it. But I think it'll I think it'll be okay. I don't know. I don't it, actually I care. I will love it. Isn't that what well, you've learned? Possibly. Yeah, I agree with that. But this is so different to what I normally do that I I don't actually care whether or not people <laughs> like it or not. It's for me. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah. yeah. Uh, now we'll finish our show by asking you a couple of questions. What is bringing you joy in your life right now? That's a hard one and I haven't really prepared myself for it, but off the top of my head, I'm really enjoying my children as they get older. Okay. Um, just hanging out with them and like getting to know the person that they are becoming. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're changing and growing and yeah, we just really enjoy their company. So that's really, really nice. I mean, it's not always easy as you would know, raising children is challenging. But yeah, putting that time in is so valuable and it pays off. And yeah, so getting to know my growing children, something else that brings me joy. And I sound like such a doofus, but like cleaning out clutter from a jug oh, drawer yeah. or like doing the linen. <laughs> it, oh, that's that's a, No, that's not dorky at all. It's just not when so you're our age, anyways, it's, like, oh. it's just like, say to my kids, you have no idea how good this makes me feel. So satisfying. <laughs> shake their heads at me but it's like yeah so I listened to a podcast about that um it's called Clutterbug I think it's called but um she's really good because she's helped me to um let go of stuff that I didn't think I was able to let go of so good that's part of it what do you go to um business podcasts um so there's one called my business playbook yep um she's a Newcastle girl who does that one and then uh, it's not super business actually one but it's um i like imprint by natalie walton do you okay. listen to I her? Heard of that one no I'll definitely... oh sh- it's more of a lifestyle one but she's got some yeah. be- beautiful podcasts there's another one that's more of a life coaching one but life on purpose by erica lane i don't know if you've heard of that no we'll leave all these in the show notes anyway so people can have a listen and... yeah yeah and then yeah and obviously the one that i like the most is the clutterbug one she's so funny she's good so it's called it's just called Clutterbug Podcast. Clutterbug yeah. Me, I think it is. She's the one that sort of helped me to realise, like, you know, like when you don't want to get rid of something, you feel like it's wasteful to get rid of it. 
because yes. you know it's in good condition you paid a lot of money for it or whatever but if it's sitting there taking up valuable real estate that is wasting your space yeah so and and you're wasting it by not using it someone else could be like owning it and using it therefore it is actually a waste to keep it so that's helped me paradigm shifting i like yes. that yeah so I'm, I'm i'm a lot better at getting rid of well, Stacey, thank you so much for sharing with us. I love where we went with um, everything. And um, if they, people want to follow you, they can follow you on Instagram and Facebook um, and all those links of the things you've recommended will be in the show notes. So thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed our chat. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you did, why not take a screenshot and share on socials or with a friend? And we'd love it if you rated and reviewed the show so more people can hear and be encouraged. Don't forget to follow Honey and Gold on Instagram for the latest episodes and happenings. And we'll see you next time on the Finding Joy podcast. Thanks so much for listening.